Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Yvette. A focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hi everyone and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly mental health podcast. I'm Yvette. And I'm Ellen. And today we're going to be talking with Dr. Jennifer Opoku. She's a chartered clinical psychologist and we're going to be talking to her today about social comparison theory, which is basically the way that we compare ourselves to other people, which is not necessarily always a bad thing. But as we all know, it can get a bit unhealthy, especially with the internet and social media. So we're going to be talking to her about what that is, why we do it, and how to deal with it better. So I guess the first question is, how do we know when comparison, which is kind of a normal healthy behaviour, becomes unhealthy and becomes a problem? Yes, well, I think, as you said, comparison is totally normal, but it becomes a problem when you start to notice it having an impact on the way you feel. So your mood, how whether when you're comparing yourself to, let's say, friends, colleagues or people in your peer group, whether that's making you feel quite low uh, and whether it's it has negative appraisals so basically if it makes you feel less than if it makes you feel as though you don't quite measure up and you're noticing feelings of depression low self-esteem and anxiety then that's when I think comparison becomes a real problem so if you find that it's not motivating you to improve your situation in some ways but rather is making you feel quite depressed and anxious as though you don't measure up then I think that becomes a problem. And how badly do you think these, this can affect people's lives at the extreme? I think comparison can, can really affect people's life in the sense that, you know, people start to think as though they're not worthy so that whatever they're doing isn't quite measuring up to either their own standards or somehow the standards that they think society and others have of them. 
And that can lead to negative behaviors, demotivation, etc. It can lead people to feel to, to feel that perhaps they can't actually achieve or whatever they try to achieve isn't quite good enough. And that in itself can lead to feelings of depression and crippling anxiety. Do you think that social media and the internet makes this worse or makes us more prone to this kind of unhealthy comparison? I I don't know whether social media makes it worse, but Mm. what I can say is that we have access to lots of information and suddenly we have access to comparing ourselves to so many people who we don't even know. So oftentimes social media personas are curated so they're carefully selected pieces of information that people choose to put out which represents their best lives so to speak and so of course if one is choosing to represent an aspect of their life you're going to choose the best but it doesn't always reflect reality and I think people may lose sight of that where they're suddenly seeing how wonderful people's lives are in terms of either accomplishments or looks and they think, well, my life may not look like that. So what am I doing wrong? And suddenly they can feel really low again, comparing themselves to these, you know, inauthentic um, messages and representation. Is there a reason why um, we're behaving like this in the first place? Because I, I kind of help, can't help but think that maybe, you know, it's maybe natural to compare yourself to others to an extent. Um, is that fair to say? Well, it's it's very normal to compare ourselves. So the social psychologist Leon Festinger proposed that we have a drive as individuals to gain accurate self-reflection through the process known as social comparison. And this is essentially where we compare ourselves to others in the sense of our attitudes, abilities, traits, etc. So this is a normal part of human behaviour. If you do notice that you're falling into this pattern of unhealthy comparison and feeling worse about yourself, what can you do about it? Is there treatment options? Is there anything that you can do on a kind of personal self-care level? Yes, absolutely. I think the first um, stage is awareness. So if you notice that perhaps whilst on social media, you're beginning to feel very low about yourself as a result of comparing and thinking that you don't measure up, you may want to perhaps limit your use of social media, maybe how much screen time you actually give yourself. But you can start to pay attention to your thoughts and what those thoughts are. So how much those thoughts are based in reality. And I guess this is, this will be an element of thought challenging, whereby we can use some CBT techniques to challenge the evidence on which your thinking is based on. And again, if you notice that your mood is low after going on social media, it might be worth identifying what that mood is. So is it feelings of anxiety, feelings of demotivation? And again, I think it's about restricting your use. You can absolutely access help. So the the first things you can do is some self-help techniques of maybe journaling, noticing your thoughts, your feelings and your behavior after you go up, well, before, during and after social media. And if you can't always do that, you may want to speak to a professional, maybe a therapist, a psychologist about how social media might be affecting you. If we feel like we're... um... We're prone to this kind of on a a regular basis. Are there things that we can do to maybe make ourselves more resilient? Because I think probably, I mean, certainly myself listening to this, but I'm sure other listeners as well will feel um, 
it feels fairly natural to do that compare and despair and that's definitely sort of popped up for me before so while there may be some exercises I could do regularly um, to become more resilient to this or should I take a different approach and, and see it as kind of part of the human condition really Well, I don't know if there are specific exercises to do, but I guess it's the recognition that, you know, you do the compare and uh, despair thing. So again, a trick is, okay, am I doing that compare and despair trick again? So just becoming really mindful of your thoughts. And perhaps if you notice that there are certain people whose pages make you feel like, you know, you compare, then it might be helpful to limit how much time and frequency which you visit these pages. But I, I, I guess maybe, again, is thinking about helpful pages that you can use. It's really just being aware of what you're thinking before you go on this and, and how to maybe do something else. I think a lot of us as well, our approach is kind of like, okay, we'll do a digital detox or I'll unfollow all these people. But then there's the fear of that, of going, okay, but what if I'm missing out on loads of important stuff and like, I don't see all the things that I need to see for some reason. How do you deal with the kind of FOMO when you're not following these people or when you're turning your phone off? Yes, of course. And we live in a world where we want to feel maybe um, connected as though we, we, know, we know what's going on in people's lives. Mm. Um, that, that FOMO is very real. I, I guess it's very difficult to say, look, have a complete detox. But maybe we can just take a, a management approach where we can limit rather than a complete detox. And maybe sometimes the more you restrict your use and the less the, frequ- the less frequently you go on social media, the better it is and you can divert your attention to something else. So if you notice that you're comparing, perhaps ask yourself this question, are you only seeing the positive aspects in others? And are you getting upset when you compare yourself uh, negatively so you know can, are there other aspects that you're not seeing maybe and in the moment when you're in that comparison cycle mm-hmm. are there any techniques or kind of affirmations or anything like that where you can start to reframe those comparisons kind of in the moment because I think a lot of our approaches are kind of long-term we can start to implement them but yes. when you're in that cycle of comparison it's really hard to pull yourself out Yes, I, I think, you know, one, one thing you can do is breathe and notice, okay, how is this affecting me right now? Am I comparing myself in the moment? If you are, walk away and ask yourself this question. What is the representation that this person is, is showing? You know, is this really the uh, true reflection of their lives in that moment? We, we have to remember that what we see on somebody's profile, maybe just a snap shot a brief moment in time and it doesn't necessarily reflect the true reality of what's gone on before so when you notice that maybe just tell yourself this 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 may not be a true reflection of everything that this person is choosing to display and also maybe just a little bit of compassion and self-kindness that you're comparing and that's normal be a little bit more empathic with yourself and breathe and say, okay, this is what I'm doing in this moment. And I notice that is not helping me right now. What else can I do? Can I maybe divert my attention to a different activity? Can I maybe speak to somebody about what I've seen and how that's making me feel? And what about um, outside of the internet? So, um, So experiencing this sort of compare and despair 
but in terms of maybe um, meeting up with a friend who has a very enviable life or um, reading beauty magazines or other situations like that. Yes. I, I think that the point is that somebody will always be doing better than we are. And so it's really unhelpful to compare two things because no two things are the same. So if you can also remember that comparing yourself to a completely different person is really unhelpful. And I guess perhaps uh, something you could bring to help you remain slightly more grounded is some elements of gratitude. So thinking back to all the things that you have and what you are most grateful for can often help. Mm-hmm. So gratitude is a call to remember the, the things in our lives, the good things often in our lives that we are grateful for. I think that can be handy when it comes to kind of accomplishments as well, because I don't know if that will relate. But when I see people going, oh, I've got a book deal or I'm doing this amazing thing, it's very easy to be like, oh, I've done nothing with my life. Yes, yes. And so if you can just pay attention every day to the things that you, your own successes, I often Mm. say it's really important to write things down because in moments of crisis when we're feeling low, we tend to over-catastrophize and we forget we go into black and white thinking and everything is bad. And so if you can maybe have a gratitude list where you can review it every day and on a weekly basis, it calls your attention to your own successes and your own accomplishments. Mm, I really love the sound of that, the gratitude list. And also just the basic idea of thinking about what you have rather than what you don't have. I, mean, I definitely relate to what um, Ellen was sort of saying there about yeah, because if you do end up focusing on things that you don't have, you can could it sort of spiral. But um, yes, because you're then calling your attention to the lack rather than abundance, or rather than what you actually have in the moment. Mm. And I think, you know, oftentimes when one starts a gratitude list, you have to practice it and it becomes almost a part of your routine and a part of your a part of your way of being, whereby eventually you can you can think about, you know, what you're grateful for when time rather than also writing it down. I do think, though, that writing a gratitude diary is very, very helpful. Do you recommend something like I know some people say, Every night before bed, I'll list off like three things that I'm grateful for. That's a wonderful way to start. However, I think you can also just start as you, so that you can be mindful continuously throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So perhaps in the morning when you, woke up, when you wake up, maybe think about what you're grateful for. In an afternoon, as you go along your day, think about all the things that you are grateful for. But I do think it's a wonderful start if you want to maybe reflect on your day at the end of it and write down perhaps one or two things that have gone either well or that you've been grateful for. Mm. It's all about kind of getting into that habit, isn't it? And reframing the way you view things. Yes, absolutely. I think um, everything, we, we expect things to happen for us, but we've got to cultivate it. We've got to practice some of these tools and techniques. Mentally 
If you've been affected by any of the issues we've discussed today, you can give the Samaritans and Ring on 116123. If you like Mentally Yours, you can also find us on Twitter. We're at MentallyYRS. We also have a lovely Facebook group, which is just called Mentally Yours. And if you really liked us, you could do us a massive favour and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's much appreciated. Uh, Helps us, you know, continue doing what we're doing. So please do rate and review and check back in next week for more Mentally Yours. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.